Today's episode of the Betches Sup Podcast is brought to you by Lisa. Lisa knows how important rest is to a better life. Lisa is the foundation of a happier, healthier you. All Lisa products have been thoughtfully designed to go beyond creating a comfortable bed to transform your bedroom into a sanctuary you want to spend time in. So personally, I actually have the Lisa Hybrid Sapira mattress. And guys, it's incredible. I've never slept better in my life. It's Lisa's most advanced luxury hybrid mattress, and it's made with premium foams and springs for enhanced pressure relief, which edge to edge support. And you know, I'm tense. I need pressure relief. I also, hey, maybe this is TMI. I sweat in my sleep. This keeps me from not sweating in my sleep, which is nice for everybody, especially my boyfriend. The Lisa hybrid is thoughtfully designed with the best of both worlds. So guys, if you want to get your very own Lisa mattress, don't miss out. Live Healthier, live happier by resting deeper. Order today and get 15% off your purchase for a limited time at lisa.com slash sup and use promo code sup. That's lisa.com slash sup, promo code sup. Hello and welcome to the Betcha Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we're talking about... President Trump trying to pardon really bad people. There are more female CEOs in the Fortune 500 than ever before. And is Joe Biden inevitable? Hopefully not. Let's find out. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello. Hello. Here we are. Here we are. The day after the end of an era. Yes. Game of Thrones has over. I know. I'm going to, I will save my thoughts for what's getting me through the week because I have a Game of Thrones related thing that is not full of spoilers. Yes. But I mean, if you don't want to hear like anything about Game of Thrones, maybe you can skip forward 30 seconds. Or just like shut down your Wi-Fi forever. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I don't know, stop what you're doing and watch it because it, this shit is real. But we have a couple of housekeeping things. Yes, we do. To do up top. So first thing, we are having a show at Caroline's on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It is going to be so amazing. It is this Wednesday, May 22nd at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Caroline's. You can get tickets at betches.co slash Caroline. Yep. And to get tickets for $10, so you get like a use a big discount, use code COVFEFE, C-O-V-F-E-F-E. You can mm-hmm. check the spelling on the president's Twitter yep. where he tweeted COVFEFE. Exactly. We still have a couple of tickets available for that. And here's the thing. You cannot use the code COVFEFE at the door. So if you're like, whatever, I don't want to buy the tickets online. I'm just going to go and buy tickets at the door. You can do that, but you're going to pay more money. And you really should just use the code COFEFE and get them for less money and have the peace of mind knowing that your seat is secured because our last show sold out. Yes, it did very quickly. Yes. So we have a few more left for this. So get them ASAP. Yes. Betches.co slash Caroline's. We're going to play so many amazing games. There, I'm so excited about the game. Florida or fiction, which is kind of like, would you rather, but Florida or fiction, mm-hmm. we give you a story. We tell you guess whether it is something that happened in Florida or if it's fiction. Yes. We have the biggest asshole in Congress who, if you guys remember from our last live show we choose one person one wins, asshole one asshole wins and then we call them live from the stage and another game that will be debuting for the first time that requires its own intro and you guys will hear about it later. oh yeah <laughs> second area of housekeeping mm-hmm. and this is two of three yeah we are going to be at drag con this coming weekend yay i can't believe it i, I know can't believe it so 
I won't be at DragCon, sadly. I know. Sammy Sammy has to go to one of her many wedding-related okay. <laughs> trips. Okay. Can I tell you something? <laughs> yeah. It turned out that my actual conflict is not a wedding-related conflict, but I mixed up the two weekends, and it's just a regular... Just a regular oh, conflict. <laughs> but I, here, like, I felt really bad because I realized very late, and I was just like, fuck. Like, yeah. it ha- you know what? Yeah. It happened for a reason. It was I in know. your. It was if you. Look, I bet if you looked at your astrology, it would tell you why. I was this not had meant to go. <laughs> I got Sammy my. Needs to I got stay my, out of LA. Yeah. <laughs> I got my needle chart read for the first time ever last <gasps> week, and they told me that I have the most entrepreneurial chart possible. Wow. I don't really feel that that's. True. What are what's your like your son? <laughs> I'm Aries. Right? Aries. Oh my god. What is that's that? A what? Lot. That's the reaction I get from everyone. All Aries is a lot. That's a lot of I fire. Know. I get it's that. A lot of I'm fire. like Daenerys fucking Targaryen over mm-hmm. here. I get that reaction every time I say I'm Aries. Aries, they're like, shit, mm-hmm. stay away from this bitch. Yep. I'm Taurus sun, Aquarius moon, same as Hitler. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, is true. All right. That so we true. both are just fucked up. Yeah, I Googled it once and it was like, this is a joke that I do on stage, but I'll do it for you now here on the podcast. I Googled it and it was like, this is a very powerful combination. And I was like, awesome. And then it was like, but it can go wrong. Most notably Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I was like, like the cool. worst person. <laughs> I, I was talking about it once and someone was like, do you have the same rising sign as him? Because that's my sun and my moon. And I was like, I don't know. But if I do, that's a really serious problem. Like, I know. <laughs> like well, the more the more that our charts align, the scarier it gets for me. Maybe you're a reincarnated version of Hitler and here you are like undoing your sins. That's true. Maybe I'm karmically undoing. Yes. Like maybe because <laughs> I'm going to say something insane. And if someone ever pulls it from the podcast later in my future, I might get canceled. But maybe <laughs> I worry about that a lot. Maybe I am Hitler because I'm the anti Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, like your soul knows yeah. it's doing some rectification. Okay, great. That's what I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> Elise is the anti Hitler. I'm a Hitler, but it's because she I'm here really to do undo his the hate that he put out into the world. Okay. You know, I'm a big on Holocaust documentaries mm-hmm. or I used to be before I actually went to Auschwitz and then I was like, fuck, I'm never watching any of this shit again. Mm-hmm. This is so awful. I can say that you are very opposite Hitler. Thank you. Thank you. And I really, I will, I will take that. Yeah. I will take it. Put it on my tombstone. Very opposite Hitler. <laughs> Here lies Lisa Morales. Very opposite Hitler. Okay. So where can people get tickets to DragCon? Um, people can get tickets to DragCon at Betches.co slash DragCon. And you can get tickets for either the day that we're going to be there, which is Saturday at 4 p.m., or you can get tickets for the whole weekend. And if you use the promo code Betches, you get a discount on the whole weekend tickets. And we are also doing a happy hour after our show. Brian and I, where you can come hang and out K-York with us. City. And K-York City, who's doing, our, who's coming with us on the trip. You can hang out with all of us. Um, and it's Betches.co slash DragCon happy hour LA. I think it's Betches.co slash SUP happy hour LA. Okay, you know what? We're gonna Let's check. Put a We're pin gonna put in it. That. Here's the thing. We're gonna put that in the description. Yes. So it'll be there. I think sub happy hour LA is correct, guys. I've memorized a lot of links, and yeah. you have to understand. But also, if you go on my story, it's always on my story uh, at Pandalise on Instagram. You can find this information. I yes, promise you, you can find it. DM you, us if you need. You as a smart sub listener with the with the computer and Google. This information is available to you. It is. (laughs) Okay. And one quick last piece of housekeeping. If you do not have friends who are getting the SUP email, (gasps) you got to get them to sign up. up. Betches.co slash SUP sign up. I think you guys know how funny it is Mm -hmm. and how it is just like the best part of one's day. I'm trying. My, My day at least. So, you know, I'm trying all the time. She is. So she's anti-Hitlering all over yeah, the email. This is, this is part of my doing sort of the karmic work that needs to be done. 
I put right. that into the newsletter. It's repentance, yes. as Mike Pence would say. <laughs> yes. She's exactly. repenting. Okay, Elise. What is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Okay, I hinted at it, uh, but it does have to do with the Game of Thrones finale. They left a water bottle in one of the shots. They are phoning this shit in this season like, it's, in a way that is... It's so funny to me on several... On several levels. One, first of all, I never noticed any of these things. I didn't notice I didn't the coffee notice cup. I don't. I didn't notice this. The hand. I didn't notice that he had his regular hand. But all this stuff, like, I understand how it gets in the shot. Like, I'm sure these sets are crazy. They're working long days. They're in the elements. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of lines to memorize. I get it. I understand how you end up with a shot that has the water bottle in it. But what I don't understand is how nobody notices up until it comes out and just removes the water bottle because it's really easy for them to digitally remove the water bottle. There's also so many junctions yes. at which they should be. It should be checked. Yes. If Sam. The, so Sam. Well, Charlie, no spoilers. He's near the water bottle. At the time that this incident happened. I can't believe twice in one season or yes. three inconsistencies. You would think that they would be like after the coffee cup because they had to go back in and they now if you watch it, they have digitally removed the coffee cup. Like the, the episode no longer has that in there. They've like tried to wipe over their mistake. So you, you, you either saw it or you didn't. But you would think after that one, they would be like, let's rewatch all of the episodes. Let's, that we have like, left two of them. <laughs> let's pop an Adderall, rewatch all of these episodes with hyper focus and make sure that we don't have a water bottle or Jamie doesn't have both of his hands or wh I don't know, whatever the hell. It's ridiculous. But I think that the, the creators, I think they were really over it. Yeah. At this point, like they've been doing this a long fucking time, like since I was in college. Eight years. Eight years. Well, it's about as old as Betches. <laughs> Here I still am, yeah. David Benioff. Yeah, or exactly. You don't got water bottles. There are no water bottles scattered about. <laughs> There are. There are. There, there are. <laughs> but, but but it's not urgent. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they apparently, I mean, a lot of people criticize this season for being too short or not having enough yeah. time to develop the characters and their motivations, which is my main criticism. That's that, mine too. And then I kept saying, like, why didn't HBO order 10 episodes? Apparently, HBO wanted to order 10 episodes for these past two seasons. And they were like, nope, we're going to do seven and six. So that's uh, how this happened. Yeah, I just, I'm not one of those Money people who's like. can't buy you more episodes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not one of those people who's, like, super pissed about how it's how it's gone. I thought, I thought it was like. I was but like, if Harry okay. Potter went this way, what yeah. would you feel? I would be, I would be way more pissed. Right. But also, I just, like, I don't know. Final episodes, I feel like, are always corny. Like, you have to do the, like, and there the they sopranos. go. That's true. Not, Not Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, I never got into, so I can't it say. It ended well. I thought that Mad Men had a good ending, too. I agree. I, I was going to say Mad Men, but I know there were people who I think didn't like it at the time. I feel like with... Because he, like, gets yeah. all zen. Yeah. With fantasy, it's hard not to have, like, some element of, like, and then whatever. But they left so many questions unanswered to me. And also... My other my other big gripe with them this season is that, you know, when like the Battle of Winterfell episode came out and everyone was like complaining about how dark it was. Well, one of the directors was like, yeah, that's because you guys all watch it streaming on your shitty TVs. And like you have to have like your no, TV. It's also like you have to just have it like turned onto your TV. It's meant to be watched in within a movie theater with the lights out. I'm like, well, you're not making a movie. You're also, making a show. Even if you're paying for HBO, 
there's still not a movie theater. I don't have a yeah, movie theater. Where, well, first of all, how am I going to watch it at a movie theater? Second of all, your show, if streaming is a problem, like your show, everyone is streaming it. No one, what are you even talking about? I didn't stream it. I watched it fucking live on real HBO and it was still dark. Well, I mean like from the HBO app, like I Chromecast it or whatever. Like what right. they were trying to say was like that also like affects the picture. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't film something in a way that is going to affect the way 99.9% of people watch your shit yeah like you should like if if it can't if if no one who's watching it on a laptop is going to be able to watch it that sucks because a lot of people watch your fucking show on a laptop yeah that's like half your audience yeah i watched it on a tv personally but even still it's like your tv has to be like tuned to the right color settings to see it and it's like i don't even know how to begin to do that there's no instructions no i i like know how to press two buttons on my remote and that is it as far as my tv on volume guide volume and then yeah i can get to and from the chromecasting area and like that's it exactly right Right. so such a shame that it's over i did love game of thrones yeah i loved it It, yeah it's sad they're doing spinoffs they're gonna do spinoffs we'll see probably be awful yeah i wonder if any of them will be worth anything but yeah so guys if you want to hear more recaps of game of thrones from betches media you can listen to betch slapped which comes out tomorrow Mm -hmm. tuesday at 5 p.m aileen jordan and i will all be discussing our thoughts i know what i'm coming with yeah and mostly i'm just too tired to keep criticizing this yeah i know it's like i'm done i'm exhausted like it's over there's no benefit in me being really critical about it like it feels so futile i wonder what the next thing is go to sleep after big tv events mm-hmm. like this and you're like oh now here i am just like alone in my room not even on twitter there's yeah. no one here to support me that was true that was how i felt not as much after this one but after the battle of winterfell one i was like yeah. wow i just felt a lot of emotions and it was really that was just a lot and now i'm me. like in bed just yeah just here. sitting here and i have to focus on the real world right it's almost like you forget that like that was fake life and this is your real exactly life. exactly uh well yeah. r.i.p game of thrones Yes. R.I.P. G.O.T. Yes. Sammy, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? An amazing statistic which came out this week that says that the number of female CEOs of Fortune 500 companies hit an all-time high this year. Now we are at 33, up 6.6%, or no, sorry, up from last year's 24. So now they make up (laughs) 6.6 whole percents of all the Fortune 500 CEOs. Well, we'll take it. It's an increase, so that's nice. Still mostly white women, still really low, but like, I guess progress is made slowly. A few years ago, we weren't allowed to have our own credit card. A few decades, sorry, not a few years. Like, wasn't five minutes ago, but that is a big accomplishment, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah, you gotta take, you gotta take the... The incremental progress as as you get it, you know, yeah. obviously we want to see that number a little bit higher <laughs> just for now. Yeah, just but but hey, I'll take 33 over 24. Yeah. And congrats to those other ladies. Yes. So it wasn't all that they were hired. I mean, some were some some of them were hired and some were that the companies made it into the Fortune 500 oh. who had female CEOs. So women obviously do amazing things for yeah, their companies. Yeah, exactly. Another funny tangential update about CEOs. There were more CEOs fired in 2018 for ethical lapses than financial performance or board conflicts last year. So clearly the clearly the men are doing amazing. Wow. It's just so typical to me that it would be ethical lapses rather than actual business failure. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you don't know how to act in a professional environment yeah. or a way. Based on what I've seen, sounds yeah. about accurate. Yeah. It's funny like when you 
it's always interesting with these like female statistics because it is like you want to celebrate the wins, but then also like the number being so low is like so depressing. I think it was, I think it was Sundance or something. It, it was some sort of large prestigious entity in the film industry that they were like trying to get them ag- to agree to have like 1% female directors or whatever. And they were like, it's too crazy. Yeah. Like it's it too is. crazy. It's, for, it's too crazy for us to get to 1%. Like, well, how could we even begin to do it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, Hire a few more. Hire a few more female directors. There's a bunch of good ones. Right. Like, I feel like I could direct a film personally. I mean, honestly, that's all it takes for most men to do, to run for president. They're yeah. like, I feel like I could run for president. Right. And then suddenly they fucking are. You're so, very right. You're very so like, right. yeah, I mean, that is the qualification. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I could do it. Yeah. But speaking of both female finances and people running for president mm-hmm. Kamala Harris came out this morning and this is not on our outline but Kamala Harris this morning announced um, a policy I guess that she would implement to where large companies would have to certify that women are paid equally to men and that is her proposal for ending the pay gap oh so, yeah. there we go go Kamala and someone someone's gonna find a way to be like I'm against that and that's the craziest part they're gonna be like it's too much of a burden on the companies it's like okay well maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe you have a burden now. Oh, no. We right. all have burdens to you're bear. A, you're a person. People have burdens. Yeah, exactly. Corporations are people. People have burdens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. Today's episode of the Betcha Sub Podcast is brought to you by Living Proof. If you color your hair, you know how frustrating it is to spend all that time and money only to have your color fade in a couple of weeks. I just colored my hair a very um, a light rose gold. And guys, without living proof, this color would have faded by the time I had walked to the subway. Like I like as, like two minutes after I got this hair hairstyle done, it would have absolutely faded. But not with living proof because the scientists at Living Proof have found a way to make hair color last twice as long and look and feel healthier at the same time. It's called Color Care from Living Proof. So when your color eventually starts to fade, all you have to do is use Living Proof's super cool Color Care Whipped Glazes. They come in two different shades, one for highlights and blondes and one for darker shades and redheads. Hello, that's me. These awesome glazes have temporary dyes that make your hair color not only last longer, but they also make your hair richer and more vibrant so you don't get that nasty dyed hair feeling that I always had when I was like an emo kid dyeing my hair in my mom's basement with like hot topic color no we're not doing that anymore with color care your hair feels amazing it feels richer and the entire color care line is silicone paraben sulfate and cruelty free which is just one of the many things I love about Living Proof. So make the switch to Living Proof today by visiting livingproof.com slash sup and using the promo code sup to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo, which is amazing, with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash sup, promo code sup. Elise, let's get into the main news. Yes, okay. Um, so this next story, just like, honestly, a warning, is pretty intense. There's some pretty intense details in this story, and there's kind of no way to... For me to not include the details would be for you to not get the full picture of how fucked up the story is. It's so. real fucked up, and it's not getting, like, that much attention. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm honestly surprised. Um, okay. I mean, there's a lot happening. 
That's also true. That's also true. Um, so the New York Times reported Sunday that uh, President Trump appear- appears to be preparing pardons, uh, which anytime we know about that, we're like, OK, what's it going to be? Which friend is it? What? Like, what, yeah. Which buddy is going to be pardoned? What horrible things are we going to find out about him? I mean, remember, he kicked off his pardons by pardoning Joe Arpaio, who is known for like, like chaining migrant pregnant women who are in deten- like into beds while they're giving birth when they're detained. So like, that's just like sort of the bar. Um, <laughs> that's the bar yeah. that's been set. So anyway, um, Trump appears to be preparing pardons for several American servicemen accused or convicted of war crimes, including, but not limited to <laughs> murder, attempted murder and desecration of a corpse. You gotta be pretty gross. Yeah. To be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. How many people? Okay, so um, the most controversial of I just want to like start by talking about the most controversial of these people is this guy whose name is Chief Edward Gallagher. He's an he was was a Navy SEAL, and he is supposed to stand trial on charges of shooting unarmed civilians in Iraq, uh, killing an em- enemy captive with a knife while deployed in Iraq. Just like side note, I feel like our servicemen don't traditionally kill someone with a knife no no like i feel like once the knife is involved that's odd to me um his subordinates were so disturbed by his actions in iraq that they reported him so like when you think about the culture of like not reporting your superiors that exist in the military that we've heard a lot about pretty crazy to think that his subordinates reported his behavior. This guy sounds like a crazy man. <laughs> um, yeah. So here are some of the actions that his subordinates described that are why he uh, is a war criminal. Uh, he stabbed a captive teenager to death and then posed for a picture and texted that picture to all of his friends. Oh, my that's God. number one. That's the just the first thing on this list. He shot in indiscriminately into crowds for no strategic purpose. He once shot a young schoolgirl in the stomach and did not call for help. Watched as her schoolmate dragged her away. Wow. That's number two on the list. Uh, he's been charged with many more murders and attempted murders. He is facing life in prison. And uh, Gallagher's freedom has been taken up by the far right conservatives why? and Fox News crowd, which is likely why Trump is. Why is him. why is that something they're taking up? I don't they like, know. They're pro life for the people who. I I honestly don't know. My best is like. Sometimes I feel like in that really far right crowd, there's this weird mentality around like toughness and yes, I don't because their dicks are small yeah I mean yes it's like that thing where it's like I mean it's the same of like sorry gotta face consequences for your actions like but what's the maybe action don't, being Iraqi I guess like <laughs> like literally I think the action is like well sorry like sorry your country fought the US but like this is what happens like That's I mean what happened. I know I mean it, it's horrible I it's hard for me to get myself into that mentality but it feels like it exists in the same realm of like well maybe you shouldn't have had sex if you don't want to have your life fucking ruined like it still lives in that world of like Sorry of, the, inver- of an inverse relationship between dick size and how far right you are. Yes, exactly. And it's um, I imagine it's also tied up in like these are the troops like you got to support the troops yeah. like he was in Iraq. I mean, I imagine it's all tied up in those things. I I 
found the list to be rather shocking That's um, of things that he's done. Uh, the list of people potentially being pardoned also includes a Blackwater contractor who was already found guilty of shooting dozens of unarmed Iraqis without cause. Well, this um, guy seems like not like chill compared to the last guy. Uh, and then there are other people on the list who also committed murder. And he's also trying to pardon a group of Marines who urinated on the dead bodies of Taliban fighters. I could see why the far right conservatives would love that. That's something that's like, yeah, right they're up like, well, they're alley. the Taliban. And it's like, okay, but you're the people. I you're mean, it's pro just, life. I know you're the sanctity of human life people. But you know, what's funny. I heard this theory on some other podcast one of the bajillion you know, that I listen to. <laughs> who, I who, who knows at this point? I think it was like a Kara Swisher situation. Yeah. I'm like, I did I say this? Did someone else <laughs> tweet this? Did I hear I it on a podcast? <laughs> I know. So this, they were talking about like 10% of people are naturally cruel and evil. Mm-hmm. 10% of people are always merciful and like compassionate and empathetic and the other 80% can be swayed. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like the 10 per- the Venn diagram of the 10% of people are these guys and they're su- who are evil are these guys and their far right supporters. Yeah. Are like a circle of I mean I mean the things that are it's described cruel. on this list is like that is deeply cruel. It's beyond the pale. It's so far beyond like I don't know. It's beyond like I was in war and I killed someone and yeah. now I've killed someone. It's like really different than that. It's like, I'm also gonna, I don't know. Yeah. Trump is I'm going to burn down all yeah. of King's landing. That's what this is. Right. You know well, what I mean? That's why she's the mad uh, queen. Like exactly. she's crazy. This is that, this is that shit, but real and actual people died. That's insane. And that's what's, he's also trying to, he's also pardoning like this guy who wrote a book about him. It's his friend. Conrad Black. I did hear that. Guys, if you see a book by Conrad Black, don't buy it. He wrote a book about Trump and now Trump's pardoning him. Like we're literally living in a sham state. Yeah. So he wrote, he also wrote an article that was like, actually the the title of it is something along the lines of actually Donald Trump is the good guy. And like now he's getting pardoned. What did they turn the article into? Like the book? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But either way, it's like that. I guess that's how if I, ever gotten serious legal trouble i would put out a book being like donald trump rocks and then <laughs> i'd be like actually like i take it back donald trump is awesome <laughs> like, at least don't joke about that <laughs> it's not funny but it is one it is a get out of jail free card if if any of like if you want to if you're like rich enough and if, white yeah. and male enough well that's true the book has to do well yeah and the book you have has to be to a white like, male yeah because that's true that's true but i sorry yeah <laughs> That's true, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe I'll put a sexy photo on the front to get his attention. <laughs> I'll face tune it so my Just body's like Ivanka's, all crazy. Ivanka's face yes. on your body. Yes. Yeah. Um exactly or my body on, or my face on her body. Yes. Whichever. He'll he would recognize her immediately though. He'd be like, That's Ivanka's body. <laughs> That's, I've touched it a few I've times. seen this. Yeah. That's my daughter. <laughs> like, oh my god, okay, nasty. This episode is brought to you by Lisa. Lisa is my absolute favorite mattress company. They know how important rest is to living a better life. And it really is. It really just changes all of your Mm -hmm. moods. So Lisa is the foundation for a healthier, happier you. All Lisa products, whether it's mattresses, pillows, mattress covers, have been thoughtfully designed to go beyond creating a comfortable bed and transform your bedroom into a sanctuary that you actually want to spend time in. Yeah, I got the Lisa hybrid mattress and I love it. It's like my back feels really good. My boyfriend and I can like sleep in like comfort in terms of like he sweats a lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so like, I, I feel like I'm not like it, it's very airy. So that's really cool. It is very airy. Um, Lisa believes that all people should have access to deep rest and relaxation. Lisa donates one mattress for every 10 they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. Wow. And they're made in the USA. That's great. So don't miss out. Live healthier. Live happier. By resting deeper, order today and get 15% off your purchase for a limited time at lisa.com slash sup and use promo code sup. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash sup. Promo code sup. I've always wanted to be a cheerleader. I feel like I just was. And keep in mind that you also get a 100-night risk-free trial plus free shipping and returns. Speaking of old white men, Joe Biden. Yes, we wanted we to take have a minute. a convo mm-hmm. around... Joe Biden officially launched his campaign this weekend, even though I felt like it had been officially launched like 20 other times. So this keeps happening where every campaign, like they put out their video, they're like, I'm running for president. And then I'm like, okay, great. And then I like put in the newsletter, like this person's in the race. And then two weeks later, they're like, I've officially launched my campaign. And I'm like, what were the last... It's like, did you not sign? What were the last two weeks then? What are we? Yeah. What's the relation? I thought that we were, I thought we were official. And then we were telling me that the last two weeks we weren't like, what's that about? Right. I I donated to you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Joe Biden. (laughs) So he's pulling ahead. Oh, sorry. I almost just spilled a lot of water, but I actually spilled spilled a little little water. water. It's okay. Leave it in. It'll feel (laughs) real. it (laughs) It, It is real. So Joe Biden is pulling ahead of every other Democrat. God help us. 39% of Democrats say he's their favorite, followed by Bernie at 15%. I personally think, and, and also Fox News, you know, the reputable Fox News, mm-hmm. they did a poll matching up the leading Democrats against Donald Trump. Vice President Joe Biden won by 11 points in that fake poll, the largest margin of any Democrat. So, I mean, I feel like this is a conversation that needs to stop because I do not fucking want Joe Biden to be president. I will be so mad, not as mad as I will if Donald Trump gets reelected, but I like really don't want him. And I, I think that this is mostly name recognition. That's how I, that's what I was about to say is that I actually really do feel like a lot of this is a name recognition situation. And um, I believe they were talking about this on pod save America, But in like Iowa or whatever, where a lot of other people have been for a long time, these numbers are a lot like where the where the people have had a lot more opportunity to meet the candidates. These numbers are a lot closer. Yeah. Like a lot, lot closer. Also on Pod Save America, they did like a cheers type Mm -hmm. of thing, like where they named the candidates and then everyone cheered for who they thought would Mm -hmm. be best. And Joe Biden did not get like even close to the most like Kamala Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg who are my top three I know all did way better I also I do wonder though because I feel like we I do I, I'm, I'm constantly checking for the bubble now now I'm like bubble traumatized and I do feel like you know the pods of America audience the people I follow on Twitter is sort of a probably more hyper progressive more like aware. super politically aware like I know about all the candidates but and and you yeah. our, our dear listeners you've listened with us you probably know about a lot of the candidates but there are tons of people who are not tuned into this race yet at all so if you ask them who the best candidate is and you give them a bunch of names of people who like name recognition wise it goes like Joe Biden Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren a lot of people don't know shit about Kamala which like obviously we love her so much yeah. but people there are people who really don't know much about her there are people who don't know anything about Buttigieg like 
Yeah. People He's just like two minutes old. Yeah, exactly. People just haven't been introduced to these candidates yet. I also feel like there's this feeling and I read this sentence somewhere, so I'm going to just repeat it, but I happen mm-hmm. to think it's super accurate that like no one actually personally other than like TV hosts like really want Joe Biden to be president. They just know they just think that other people do. So they're like, OK, yeah, sure. And that's really how I feel about him. I feel no, I feel like he is so out of this time. He was saying that he wants like a middle ground on climate change. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, I, no, that that's easy for, for you because you're going to be fucking dead. Yeah. And that to me was beyond mm-hmm. acceptable, unacceptable. I think the fact that he is like so tone deaf about the, the, like, the way that gender structures have been Mm -hmm. sort of been challenged in the past three years. I think he is so fucking unaware of that. And like, it's just, it doesn't feel, he He doesn't doesn't feel feel like he's the one. Like, I think he's, again, this is like last time the polls were wrong. Yeah. And I think that this is one of those like conventional wisdom things that's going to be proven wrong. Like it just feels like, I don't know anyone who's like, I really love Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, and he's really, getting money from all the rich donors. Yeah, he's getting not all the big doing money. A grassroots campaign. I really, honestly, this is the kind of stuff that I personally am trying to tune out at this point because I really do think that these polls are literally just a name recognition poll. I love to go back and see like this time in 2016 who was the front runner with the Republicans, you know, because they had like so many candidates at this point. Well, Sammy just told me it was Trump. Um, So that's scary Um, (laughs) But Joe Biden would be a better president than Trump So that's not scary Yeah of course he would But And like look If he's what needs to happen Like fine Like I'll get behind him I'll meme him all fucking day But I just feel like we can do so much better He doesn't feel like he's the man for this time You know it really feels like We need to choose a really inspiring person someone who's different someone who i've said it a long i've said it a long time but i really feel like what this election is going to come down to is like someone who makes people feel good um right because conventional wisdom only takes you so far and it sort of will always take like the middle ground approach but i think that and i think this is also from positive america but the past few democratic candidates have been outsiders and it's when Democrats try to put up some like middle of the road yeah, John guy Kerry. who looks like who looks like he's appealing, but no one's actually attracted to him. It's like they want to put up the good on paper person, yeah, always. But good and on they, paper, rather just... than the person who makes everyone feel something. Exactly, and like Joe Biden for me, it just feels like. And listen, I'm a blue hen, love Joe, but it feels like he's been on the wrong side of so many of the most crucial issues. Of our time, like his history with Anita Hill, like we live in the post Me Too era at this point, and he has not adequately announced for that history. Uh, He wrote the 1999 crime bill, which gave law enforcement more power and led to a lot of the mass incarceration issues that we're seeing today. That's another huge issue on this campaign. He's a problematic background on Roe v. Wade. I think he very recently campaigned with a pro life Republican. So it's like, it just seems like like on every single issue that is an animating issue for the Democratic base and everything. I mean, you just even talked about how he was like, we need a moderate position on climate change. It seems like he is behind us on everything except maybe Medicare for all. Yeah. 
I guess. But it's like just, once you're behind on so many things, like you're behind. I'm yeah, sorry. exactly. And I'm just like, I guess he maybe he'll catch up. Maybe this is what he's saying now. And he'll catch up and like adopt some of these policies when he sees how like popularly they do on the debate stage. Like there's always room for that. You know, like this might be just his like starting bargain. But he at the same time, it's just as a stubborn human being. Yeah. And yeah, that I don't think he I think he thinks that he's the best man for the job. And as old mm-hmm. people get older, you know, they do not get less stubborn. Even so. <laughs> even in those apology videos that he's done, which like the, I thought had some there were some good moments in them. But it's like you could just tell that he's annoyed that he has to do this. Yeah. Like you could tell that he's annoyed that I'm he annoyed. has to make these apologies and that he has to make this video. And then Jill Biden came out and said, like, I think we need to move on from Anita Hill, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, the country can't move on from Anita Hill because it literally just happened again. Like yeah. we watched it all. We watched history repeat itself again. So maybe actually we don't need to move on. Maybe we need to like do some fucking soul searching about that shit because it keeps happening. Yeah. It's just so tone deaf and like the entitlement that comes. I mean, so people were pe- like people really seem to think he's or at least the pundits think he's such an inevitability that they have, are speculating who would be a good run- running mate for him. And a lot mm-hmm. of people are saying Kamala. So Kamala was asked about this yes. and her response was just so good. We've so got to play here. it for you. I think that sure. If people want to speculate, speculate about running mates, I encourage that. Cause I think that Joe Biden would be a great running mate as vice president. He's proven that he knows how to do the job. And um, there are certainly a lot of other candidates that would make for me a, a very viable and interesting vice president. That Boom. was so good. Yeah. <laughs> She's a lawyer. You can yeah. tell. Um, just rude. It's just it's rude, rude to even ask her. It's like, so fucking toxic masculinity. I know, exactly. So, like, are you already thinking about taking the lesser position? Like, what the fuck? They haven't even had a debate. We haven't held a single fucking primary. Not like, to bring in Game of Thrones, but it's like Sansa not even being considered yeah. for the seven, the, the, yeah. the Iron Throne. Yeah, it's like, come on. We have time. Yeah, like, have you seen me? I've done all this we've shit. We've got a lot, of, you know, we've got the uncle, the random uncle out here, got his name in the ring. <laughs> We're not talking about any of the ladies. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so true. Oh, I love that scene a lot. Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand why this is something we're willing to settle for when he has so many opinions and it's not just that he's like Joe Biden and has like Elizabeth Warren's opinions like he's Joe Biden and has not opinions that I think most people even support no and like we're settling he's not very progressive we're settling so early too like it seems like every like like people just want to settle on this candidate so early and it's like you don't have to settle down right now. Like we're young. You we're date. hot. We're in our twenties. You're you the just thinnest. graduated college. You're yeah. 22. You don't need to worry about getting married till at least 30. Exactly. You don't like, you, you don't have any illnesses. Like you don't need a partner. Your biological clock is doing fine. Like there is no reason for you to lock it in with this like, okay, dude. Right. It's true. <laughs> Try it. Maybe, maybe experiment with some women. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of options. Yeah. You're young. <laughs> You're young. You have time. Yeah. Okay, wait. Let's see what Samantha... Okay, Samantha B had a great response to this. Let's just play it. Cause yeah. Because we want to hear from another woman here. Lukewarm centrism has helped restrict abortion access, perpetuate the war on drugs, and shift the Supreme Court to the right. But the conventional wisdom is that Democrats must line up behind him because only he can win the working class, reinforcing the myth that working class is synonymous with white men. Now, I'm not saying Joe Biden is the worst guy in the world. 
That title belongs to Mel Gibson. But women <laughs> and people of color make up the loyal Democratic base, and they are tired of being told to put their wishes aside so the party can beg for the votes of aggrieved white dudes who are on the fence about re-electing a racist goon. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yep. like, why would you try to cater to these, like, white Rust Belt guys who are, like, iffy, on the fence, already voted for Trump, maybe will again, but, like, have nothing really in common with most of the progressive base. Why not try to turn out more progressives who actually believe in the party? Because everything in our society is taught that we need to cater to aggrieved, like sad white guys and just be like, Oh no, like, Oh no, they're sad. Like what happened? What made them so sad? What the happened fact, to them? What made them so sad is the fact that they're right behind the far right guys supporting this fucking pardon in terms yeah. of the dick size. Couldn't write, wing relationship Ab i swear to god i want to become a researcher and like do this study like yeah real i really believe there's a correlation i truly do your second career once you feel like you're like it's time you do like an eat pray love journey you're like i need to do something else you start doing like the dick size study <laughs> <laughs> we'd honestly get a lot of hits uh, honestly yes okay all right so this takes us to one more thing yeah okay speaking of elections australia had one mate <laughs> horrible <laughs> horrible i'm not even gonna try um, try it again australia <laughs> mate you know okay one time i heard a girl on the train an australian girl say one sentence and this is the only thing i can say in an australian accent okay i'm gonna say it now and then i'll tell the real story no honestly i was like sorry pissed sorry right and they'd be like, no. That sounds, yeah, Nar. that sounds exactly <laughs> like it. Good. No, I can just repeat Peaced. that sentence. Peaced. I don't know how to say anything. Yeah. Sorry, pieced. <laughs> That's really funny. Anyway, well, I give that to all of you. Anyway, you should if all Joe be sorry, pieced. <laughs> you should all be sorry, pieced that Australia's Conservative Party pulled off a surprise victory <laughs> over the weekend. Um, it's being compared to Trump in 2016 because all of the polls said that the liberals we're going to win. Do you and think the Russians had anything to didn't. do with it? Maybe. Honestly, maybe. Probably. <laughs> yeah. They, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? The plan worked beyond their wildest dreams. They'd be foolish not to do it again. Yeah. Foolish. I mean, they were doing it before they'll do it again. Um, so anyway, uh, so the, the country, they already had conservative prime minister, Scott Morrison, but now he gets to stay. Yeah. Thought he was going to be ousted. He's not. He's an evangelical Christian who's expressed his admiration for President Trump. He's like super anti-immigration. He's very Stephen Millery in that way. Australia, by the way, also, if you ever look into it, has some real fucked up immigration stuff going on. They basically they have sort of started. Yeah. That's how they started. They got they fully start. have <laughs> camps with like people on other islands. It's, it's that was really like bad. how Australia began, though. Yes. They, it's in their it's in their history. Your sir, it's in their DNA. It's your sir. This thing reminds me of when of the story about after Brexit when the guy the girl was like, We better leave so, so random. random. <laughs> <laughs> so random, I know. So now we have a tagline for every <laughs> Mm, sorry Almost, we're getting a lot more english-speaking countries <laughs> yes exactly exactly after 2020 we have like all these things we can say I'll be like oh trump one is so random i'm sorry Sir <laughs> i'm gonna work on that overnight um okay uh he so basically he won the same way a lot of these uh right-wing people have won he convinced older and white working class australians that the left was too radical and elite and the center left which was expected to win promised radical action on climate change and a lot of people were saying this Why was like want that? 
why would Australia want that? They're just under the fucking hole in the ozone layer. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, this was like, like all the polls were like, this is going to be a climate election. Australia is going to the polls on climate. Nope. Didn't happen. Polls are wrong. So maybe take that into your bank and smoke it yeah, with Joe yeah. Biden or something. A- exactly, Sammy. Take that into your bank and smoke it with Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Just um, but yeah, about this it, Joe Biden combo. It does show that the polls don't mean anything. So they don't, all they we don't. can do is is work for the candidates we want to work for and vote and and work hard until 2020. Elizabeth Warren said something so funny. Someone mm-hmm. tweeted like, and we put this on the on Instagram. Someone wrote like, does Elizabeth Warren have like a plan for my dating life? And yes. she wrote, DM me and we'll figure it out. Which tells me someone is really running her social media. Yes. There is no way oh. she came up with that. But Although she hired I a do, good person. You know, she's too busy coming up with actual policies to come up with good social media exactly but that was so funny it was whoever did that on her team whatever however that came about it was Maybe very she funny came up with it she's getting a lot better at social media i will say her videos are much better she is much more she's she's the aoc gave i know her a i'm lesson. like maybe yeah, maybe AOC gave her a lesson. Honestly, I, I mean, feel like they're probably smart. Buds. That would be yeah, yeah, definitely. They're on the same page, certainly on a lot of yeah. things. All right, I'd love guys. to see that Instagram. That is true. Highest rated, yeah. Highest liked, whatever. All right, that brings us to the end. Uh, come to our Caroline's live show this Wednesday, the 22nd, or come to see us at DragCon on Saturday, the 25th. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbach. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Goodbye. Batches.